0: You're going to start with a cough? Why would you start with a cough? Two germaphobes do a show, a podcast, and we're starting today with a cough. That's my, I'm Howie Mandel, and...
1: I'm Jacqueline Schultz. My daughter. Yeah. And it
0: was her coughing. Is it? A, was it a, 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 like a touch of the COVID?
1: No. No, if there's anyone you should feel safe around, it's me, Dad. Why? You the, coughed. I'm, but I'm the only one you know, probably, that is safer than you are. That has not, this is the only time I leave my house is to come to this podcast, and I'm not even comfortable doing this. And we talk about this every time. I'm not doing well mentally, so. I'm You can feel safe around me.
0: (laughs) I do. I do feel safe around you. And she is, you know, as as much as I've become a world-renowned germaphobe, she's worse, and I feel bad for it. I feel responsible for it, because it's genetic, and you.
1: uh... Well, hold on. I'm not necessarily a germaphobe right now my anxiety is manifesting this way because of the pandemic which I think a lot of people are dealing with too I just I don't know if I have OCD or just like severe general anxiety I've been diagnosed with many different things but right now it's manifesting with germs because of the pandemic and I am suffering (laughs) I'm not doing it I'm sorry to hear that
0: you know, and and I like that we are open uh, about mm-hmm. it and that y- you and I talk about it. And um, I think that helps remove you can hear that that sound in the background. Maybe they the, can't. Well, we can add a sound. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, uh, your brother's in here and he's trying to close the curtains to soundproof the room. But mm-hmm. in closing the curtains, he's knocking over lights and everything. He's to, turning in, on lights. In order to soundproof the room so that there's no background noise. You can't hear him, but he's, look at and how he walks on his tippy toes. Oh, you hear that? You hear wow. that? And now it's soundproof.
1: And now we're ready.
0: <laughs> so we could talk about mental health, and I mm-hmm. think we should talk about mental health. And uh, But I'll tell you that people are talking about and have been for weeks now, uh, Simone Biles. And I don't think we should be talking about her mental health.
1: Why? Isn't that the, I mean, that was the topic of conversation. She even said herself, "That's why she backed out of the competition." Okay, I'll
0: tell you why. Okay. This is this is my thought because mental health is a very personal um, mm-hmm. issue, yeah. and when that wh- whatever that person says should be accepted, embraced, supported, and that's it. And then she said, "You know, I have the twisties." You know, Mm -hmm. and and apparently in the world of gymnastics and diving and I I was listening to people talk about it, there is something and it could be because of pressure. It could be because of equilibrium. It could be because of vertigo. Um, Sometimes and I'm always fascinated by this in skiing and in 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 any kind of gymnastics that you know where you are in the air, you know, when she's Mm -hmm. doing a dismount. You look at a dismount, she, she gets so much height, she flips backwards twice twice, and then twists and it's sideways and then she lands on her feet and she sticks it. And she said, and, and it's kind of a, uh, I was listening to people when I was watching the Olympics, she said she has this uh, ailment right now mentally where she can't, her mind and her body aren't in sync. And when she's flipping through the air, she doesn't know exactly where she is. And without knowing exactly where she is, it's very dangerous for her. She could land on the top of her head and break her neck and be paralyzed for the rest of her life. So because of this mental issue that she's dealing with, she backed out of a, a certain amount of events. In fact, made her way back for the uh, balance beam. Yeah. What I'm saying is she said, she said she has a twisty. She said this is a mental thing. I just don't think that we, we being everybody, You know, but but should be saying, oh, and now she has all the pressure because she's, you know, she's had to be the face of sexual abuse for the for the team. Mm -hmm. Or it's a lot of pressure because the whole world's watching her. She's listening to all of us comment on based on the three words that she said. All that could be true, but she's never said that. So I just think that all this conjecture in the media adds pressure on this young lady that she doesn't need.
1: But she has come out and said that she feels understood. I'm not by everyone. She's also faced a lot of criticism because people think that when you're representing the country in the Olympics, that you should just go forward, which I don't agree with. I agree with everything you said. I agree with everything Simone Biles said. I agree with all that that she shouldn't have gone forward, and she did what's right for her.
0: And but even but for, but, but Simone Biles and Britney Spears and all these people that are in trouble mentally, they really are they don't need us discussing it and they don't need us discussing it i don't think it's helpful for us to be discussing it you know without all the inside you know i discuss and you discuss mm-hmm. our own mental health issues mm-hmm. which i think is important so that people realize that they're not alone that other people deal with it that everybody deals with issues and we're all here when when somebody needs us we're there for them and we talk about them i think that media and social media and podcasts and everything are really dangerous to uh, to kind of expose conjecture. We don't know really what her issue is,
1: but she did come out and talk about it. She did say it. So, and what did she
0: say? She I had the said, twisties.
1: No, she said for mental health. She had a whole statement. I don't know is that her whole statement that's up on the screen. She did have a whole statement about her mental health and doing what's right for her, and that she can't focus. And all that stuff. And then she also came out afterwards saying that she's grateful and thankful for everyone that's shown support and has spoken out for her. So I don't think in her situation that it's necessarily a negative thing.
0: Um, here, here's her statement. Uh, on withdrawing. Um, she wrote, uh, we also have to focus on ourselves because at the end of the day, we're human, Miles said. So we have to protect our mind and our body rather than just go out there and do what the world wants us to do. So that's and and then she continues on by saying it's honestly petrifying trying to do a skill but not having your mind and body in sync. Ten out of ten. Do not recommend it. Biles wrote in the Instagram. So that's what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Um Camera showed uh, after bile struggle during the second night of the Olympic trials. Camera showed her crying and she later acknowledged that she was more emotional than in 216 because of everything I've been through. It's not only her own trauma she was shouldering, but that of hundreds of survivors who don't have her platform of power. When she speaks, it's on behalf of those women, too. But that part is not quoted. That's that. Well, where did
1: they get that from?
0: That's press. So she's quoted because of everything I've been through. Okay, so she said that. Does she want you talking about her trauma?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: I'm just saying. I don't
1: know. I don't know enough about what she said and her statements. Maybe she did talk about it. But yes, you are right if she hasn't talked about it and that's not something that she was.
0: It is the prerogative of the human being to make whatever issue they have public. If somebody does not want to be public... It's like it's like when somebody wants to come out, you know. If they mm-hmm. want to come out, that's up to them. You don't say, you know what it is. They're gay and they don't want to admit it. You don't say that. It's the it's the exact same thing. You're you're putting. She, I think it's pretty clear. It could be because of the pressure. It could be because of traumas in the past. She's not open enough to be talking about that. Why are we talking about that? Because she sees all the posts. She hears all the press. And as somebody who's in the public business. Mm -hmm. When I don't read something about myself or see something about myself, I promise you there is somebody that did read it, that did see it and will let me know about it.
1: Uh, But I'm looking at what Caroline just brought up on the screen. It seems like she told Glamour magazine. She told Vogue magazine. She has been talking to publications about her depression and anxiety and therapy. So she has been very open about it for the, like she's, it's kind of her soapbox. Okay, so, like you. so so she is very open about I it. I
0: know she's open about it, but and and this is just an opinion. Mm-hmm. The the uh you know, th- this is her quote. For a while I saw a psychologist once every two weeks that helped me get into tune with myself so that I felt more comfortable and less anxious. She told Health Magazine in June. Mm-hmm. So this is not th- this doesn't necessarily have to be the issues that she's dealing with today.
1: I think there's a very distinct difference between Simone Biles who is it seems like she's very open and honest and talks about her mental health struggles as opposed to someone like Britney Spears where we really don't know anything that's going on behind the scenes when it comes to her mental health well, you and do. what she's dealing with. Well, you do. You
0: know as much as you know about Simone Biles.
1: Uh, she has said very Britney Spears has said very little about her mental health and what she's dealing with.
0: Yeah, but Britney Spears was out there in public Acting somewhat erratically. The way
1: that someone acts is not the same. Like catching someone and being followed by paparazzi going through whatever it is they're going through and the situation they're going through is very different than someone like Simone Biles coming out and talking to publications about how they're dealing with mental health.
0: No, she said she's feeling really anxious. Britney Spears didn't want the uh, I also don't believe that we should be talking about Britney Spears either because we're not her family. We're not her psychologist. She is somebody. Listen, Simone Biles is dealing with something. Mm -hmm. Whatever she wants to share with the public, let's discuss what she shared and let's not discuss what she shared three months ago and put that on what we're seeing today. And by the same token, Britney Spears, whatever was going on when she shaved her head and she was being followed by paparazzi is not the exact same thing that maybe she's dealing with today. And maybe there is a problem with the conservatorship, but we don't have the, the right to talk about it. And I feel that these people, including myself, who are mentally fragile, when they hear the public speaking about it, you're putting, you might be triggering them. You might be, I, I don't know. And I do care. And I would, you know, I think the, the the proper thing to talk about is you understand that we're all human and we're there for them and we're open to it and we know that people are fragile. That's different than saying, well, you know what? She is really standing for the hundreds of survivors of Dr. Nassar. You, you know, what, maybe she's not thinking about that at the moment and you just put that on her shoulders.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So somebody that is sensitive and aware and and that, that's a lot to say to somebody or in front of somebody and have that publicized. That's what I've been seeing on every television show, in every publication. And that's never, ever, as Caroline just showed us, that's never in the quotes. It's not her quotes. That's our, that's us in the press saying that. And that's what bothers me.
1: Unless Caroline read something else somewhere. Did you read her talking about that?
2: Now, so basically I was just reading that article that you guys were, and I Mm -hmm. also, I agree with both of you. I think and what Jackie's saying is she is saying these things, but Howie is is saying that they might be misinterpreting what people are saying. And also people do listen to the press, too, more. They're going to listen to the press and what they're saying (laughs) over her actual quotes and the things that she's actually saying. And she's not giving the whole story.
1: Right, because or, or, or she, she is. is, or she yeah. is, yeah. You know not. what I'm
0: saying? What if the, what if the, the story is exactly the way we hear it? Yeah. What if she's having a mental issue right now that I don't know what triggers it, and maybe it's just the pressure of competition, or it's the pressure of she's the, the, the there are more eyes on her than anybody in the entire competition mm-hmm. in the world. Maybe that pressure after manifests- a crazy
1: year, mm-hmm.
0: but you're you're adding that
1: right? But mm-hmm. I'm saying it doesn't have to be because of what they're saying, like.
0: Right. But she said she's trying to be as articulate and open as possible. She goes, My mental health and my physical health are are, you know, primary, and I can't focus on where I am in the air, and this is very dangerous. So I'm pulling out until I feel like I can get a handle on this. And what she did on the beam is she got a handle on it and she won a you know, she won the bronze. Bronze, yeah. 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 So what I'm saying is all these things are Traumatic, you know, being a survivor of sexual abuse is traumatic. We don't have the right. We, anybody but Simone Biles, does not have the right to bring that up and lay it on her today. I, I think you can do more damage. It might you might be right, and that might be it, but I know as somebody who is susceptible to being triggered, mm-hmm. these are all triggers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also think it's important too to acknowledge the fact that she did come back and she did compete and she did end up winning a medal and like it is inspiring in the fact that she's gone through this, she shared her journey and here she is still competing.
0: But I feel like she's been crazy open about everything mm-hmm. from the time she entered the world stage and I think that she was even open right now on this and I feel like we, we being the people that don't know her, have taken her words and just built on them and created conjecture, um, gossip, you know, craziness, and talk. And we the, the answer is, we don't know. I only will take for granted what she has said. Mm-hmm. And what she said is, I'm having mental issues. The mental issue that I'm having is, and I, I was watching the Olympics last night and I saw people just talking about it. And they said, this is a phenomenon that does happen they d- they didn't know why, but it does happen to a lot of gymnasts, divers, skaters who have to be tossed in the air where you can't um, coordinate your mind with your body. You have to realize that what they're doing, like when they jump up in a split second, these routines are are uh, you know muscle memory. And if you don't have that muscle memory and you're you know ten feet in the air and you're flipping sideways and everything and you don't know where you are, you could die.
1: There is a story that I saw and. In- I wish I remembered the name of the athlete. It was a gymnast, and I believe she was... Was it Carrie Shrug? Is that who it It was? was, uh, You haven't heard
0: the story yet. Why are you guessing?
1: (laughs) Whose uh, coach made her perform, even though she said she was having the twisty. Same thing. That she was having mental issues or stress or whatever. She didn't feel comfortable. Her coach made her do it, and she's paralyzed. Mm -hmm. So it is a real thing. It's happened before. Is that the
0: person you're talking about? That's not Shrug. She's not Mm
1: the one that i'm talking about is paralyzed now. right so that's so, the thing
0: it's so dangerous i mean when you look at this we watch these but i think you forget sometimes when you're watching gymnastics mm-hmm. you know because it's so beautiful and so graceful and they look like young healthy people how dangerous whoa here it is yeah the paralyzed olympic athlete who is that amy van dyken returns to competition the first time since being paralyzed that's a
1: swam a swam in Her second Olympics, so she's a swimmer. But anyways, that's what you're saying. It could happen. All these, all these sports are very, very dangerous if you don't have the focus, which is why that she decided. They're dangerous
0: to even play. with the focus. You right. see people who don't have the twisties that do it. But I, I guess what I'm, as somebody who is a proponent and the soapbox of mental health, I feel very. Um, uh, conflicted when we are having even on the podcast and I don't want clickbait or anything about having discussions about Britney Spears or Simone Biles and uh, I would you know if she talked about something openly and quoted Mm -hmm. it and talked about it to to a magazine I'd be willing to talk about anything and support everything she says and I also support everything she doesn't say and if she doesn't say something it's not my position to you know Here's what, you know, here's what Howie Mandel thinks. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter what Howie Mandel thinks about her mental capabilities.
1: Okay, well, then I'll ask you a different question. Go ahead. What do you think, then, about the attire and dress codes in the Olympics? Because that has been...
0: That's freaking me out. So, <laughs> no, I, I saw that the, the volleyball, the girls' volleyball, mm-hmm. the b- beach volleyball... They got mad at a woman who was wearing shorts and they make them wear that. Not
1: a woman. It was the beach volleyball team and their uniform. They have to. The rules say they have to wear these little skimpy bikinis that and they felt uncomfortable.
0: Right. And and the men in the exact same sport have to are wearing shorts like the women want to wear. Yeah. You know, I noticed it's right through the Olympics. It's not just beach volleyball. uh, Did you see the German gymnastic team?
1: Yeah, they wore instead full, of the little leotards, they wore full pants.
0: Full tards.
1: What are they called? Pants, pantards. Tar,
0: pantards. <laughs> They're pantards. <laughs> Wait a minute. So yeah. if you take off one of those uh, pantards <laughs> and then put it on again, mm-hmm. is that considered? Oh, that I won't say it. Okay. I didn't say it. Okay. But you know what I was saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm in full agreement that people have to. Uh, be so, do you
1: think that the Olympics now, the committee or whoever makes up these rules? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of old school rules that are going on here that don't really make sense and that are sexist. well. I wish there was old
0: old school rules because I remember when you were just uh, 15 years old, mm-hmm. I had those school rules where I said you can't go to school dressed like that. And then I know, I know you went to school, and then you changed. You were like some sort of okay.
1: Well, I think that's a whole nother problem.
0: Well, it is. I am
1: gonna but why would like you a wear a crazy w- feminist right now. But I think that's a whole nother pro- problem when you tell your daughter that she can't wear something that is quote unquote inappropriate. When you're saying that the woman is the one that has to cover up because the men or the boys can't control themselves. And when they see shoulders or stomach or something like that, then you're giving off the wrong message. How about you tell your boys or the men that like, no, women should not be objectified and you should be able to control yourself if. if. If you see parts of a woman's body, it's not the woman's responsibility to cover up.
0: That's not where I was going. Okay. Well,
1: anyways, that's what I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, anyways,
0: I don't know how to answer that question. If
1: that wasn't a question, that was my opinion.
0: (laughs) Right. But I, if if your brother ever, you know, was leaving, would you tell my brother
1: to cover up if he was wearing? If he
0: was wearing what you were wearing, absolutely. (laughs) If no, he was know. wearing a little pop top with his tummy what's showing a and top? I don't know, what's
1: a pop top? What's a
0: cut off top? top? A tube top? Tube top. If he was, if he was wearing, well, I don't know, some, well, whatever. There's a lot of things popping out. Yeah. So I called it a pop top. Uh, and 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 you know, he always wore a double pair of culottes and a long top. caftan, <laughs> and he was dressed properly. I put him in his caftan and his culottes, and my son was off to school, and you uh-huh. were dressed. This is before Instagram, like an Insta-ho. Oh, my God. You were.
1: I was just dressed what I, in what I enjoyed wearing. And then okay, you sent okay. me to a school with a uniform.
0: I did. Which got, she <laughs> got sent home every day for redesigning the school uniform, right? No, they
1: just didn't like me.
0: No. Yes. No. Yes. You would tie the shirt up.
1: No. That's yes. not what happened. You, you don't would even lower know. The,
0: I do know. You, you do know. We got the phone call. I do know.
1: Okay. I got sent that's it. home it. I don't once. care.
0: Don't talk back to me. You're okay. grounded
1: i got sent home once for having more than one earring in my ear right i got set sa- i got suspended once because i turned my sweatshirt inside out because it had a little nike logo and we weren't allowed to have logos on our sweatshirts so i turned it inside out so that there wouldn't be a logo but then they got mad at me and so they sent me they suspended but me. you had a
0: uniform you were hiding the logo on your shirt You weren't wearing the school uniform.
1: Oh my gosh, this is so ridiculous. Not really. I was wearing the uniform with a sweater over it, and I didn't have a sweater with no writing or logo on it. You know
0: what? You wait till your mother gets here. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anyways, going back to the Olympic athletes that decided to wear shorts. They were fined. You heard this, right? No. They were fined and pink came out the singer pink who i love by the way oh and said oh I'm thank very- god
0: you th- it's the singer because i thought they were wearing something so skimpy that pink came up
1: pink said Sorry.
0: <laughs> is, that a, is that inappropriate yes no, I know, but Caroline's uh, producing the show today, and her mother and her aunt are here, and I don't know if we should be talking about the pink.
1: I'm not saying anything wrong. It's all you. You decide what you say.
0: But even the fact that I'm saying that, and I'm sitting here talking to my daughter, <laughs> but it's wrong.
1: <laughs> all right, so pink came out. The, the singer. The singer.
0: Not, not what would come out of a very skimpy, go ahead.
1: They're not all pink, Dad.
0: Oh, come on. Okay. Don't talk to me about
1: it. But (laughs) really? Yeah. I'm very proud of the Norwegian females beach handball team for protesting the very sexist rule about their uniform. The European Handball Federation should be fined for sexism.
0: It was handball? Uh Uh-huh. Wait, not volleyball?
1: Uh, Same thing, I think. Right? Same thing. No,
0: handball is against the wall. Whatever. Oh. No, but I didn't even know that handball was in the Olympics. What is the out- outfit? Zach, for, is speed that speed the-
1: walking is in the Olympics. Everything's in the Olympics. I know.
0: It's crazy. I don't understand half of the sports. I saw the two-man canoe sprint last night.
1: Oh, <gasps> Did you see Snoop? I think it was Snoop and Kevin Hart. Yeah,
0: they're doing, isn't that great? Yeah. Doing, they're on Peacock, I think.
1: They're commentating on like equestrian sports. They're amazing.
0: It's really funny.
1: They're the best part of the Olympics.
0: <laughs> Snoop is always is is, is becoming a good uh, commentator. I watched him. Uh, I can't remember what the fight he he commentated. I think it was a Tyson fight. You know, Snoop
1: is a national treasure. He we really protect is. that man at all costs.
0: We should. Yeah. Snoop and his best friend Martha Stewart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, good on you, ladies. I'll be happy to pay your fines for you. Keep it up. So Pink is paying all of their fines so that they can wear.
0: Whatever they want for Whatever. handball. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people out there, and especially the listeners of this, have always been concerned about the ladies' handball team uniforms. Well, Pink and has always be- been
1: a feminist, and she believes in what I'm saying.
0: I'm talking about the men's handball team. Oh, oh. <laughs> That we have always been um, concerned about what the man's handball, American man's handball team is. Uh, and it's not about how, um, um, what do you call it? They're not showing a lot, Mm -hmm. but I think people are against the pleats in the shorts. What? I'm talking about the men's handball league. Yeah. The the handball shorts that the men wear. People have been against the pleats. And uh, Wayne Newton, who was a singer in Vegas many years ago, came out and he is willing to take all the men's shorts and remove the pleats. With he's got a machine, a a um, oh, what's it called? He's got um, anyway. He took the men's handball team's shorts and removed the pleats from the side that faces where the on the court where the judges are.
1: That's nice of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Do you have any Wayne Newton songs? Eric, Caroline?
1: Um, sure. Okay. It's not unusual. No, that's Tom Jones. Oh, same same thing.
0: (laughs) Here's Wayne Newton. Okay. So when you're listening to this, this is the guy.
1: We can't play that much of it, though. Otherwise, YouTube will. Will what? Will, uh, like block us.
0: Well, let's play just a bit of it. Here it is.
1: Like less than 10 seconds. Stop. got it. Stop. Got it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so
0: Dankeschne means thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's saying Dankeschne. And now the entire male handball team is saying Dankeschne to Wayne Newton for removing the pleats from, I'm, I'm looking at the article now, the Eastern. The Norwegian. Eastern. What?
1: Was it Norwegian?
0: But the uh, Eastern, whatever. Mm. No, Norwegian is the girls' team, right? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That you were talking about. Yeah. The, <laughs> The Eastern, com, the uh, whatever side of the shorts face toward the East. Caroline, you're putting up the article?
2: I'm trying to find it.
0: Which one? Did you... <laughs> What are, you, what are you Googling? She keeps putting up I like know. different
1: stories on the screen. I, know. I don't she's know like, what you, you, cha- you keep is changing.
0: This what is this what a- are you having trouble with? You look, really she's sweating. Confu-
2: You've really confused me throughout this whole story. You so. look like you're sweating. <laughs> I'm not sweating. Do yeah. I look sweaty? <laughs> no,
0: I don't know. It's, I'm seeing the glare off the window. Oh. But, but the thing <laughs> is that just pull up the article, please, where Wayne Newton removed the pleats from the men's shorts handball team shorts. She's getting it now, and I'll read it to you.
2: I cannot find this article. (laughs) Why? How long? I can't find it. You know why? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist.
0: No, I just made up a story. But it's always important for us to have content. And what I like is that some people who are listening to this podcast, they listen. People tell me they listen on the way to work mm-hmm. and stuff. and they'll, they won't I love get how th-
1: you just did a story, too, about how the media makes shit up. And
0: like That's why we me. don't want to talk about it. But I know that people are getting out of the car and they'll go into their office and they'll go, you know, I just heard on a podcast. Do you know that Wayne Newton paid to remove the pleats from the men's shorts from the handball team? I heard it.
1: It's going to be a big story. Oh,
0: I, I'm telling you, it's going viral. No, But I love that with a serious face, uh, Caroline didn't have a smile on her face. Caroline is like searching men's shorts. What are some of the things you searched? What, what was your Google searches? What did you search?
2: I'll
0: show you. You show me? Wayne oh,
2: Newton removed, please, please. From, from men's handball team.
0: Wayne Newton removed,
1: please. It, it looks hand. like there aren't many and, great and, matches and for and your And what search. came up?
0: <laughs> the, and the story that came up is... The and of to in I with you at this on from me or we. Look at the first. Look at the first. That's not even a sentence. And then and then the, the third one that came down is there's a survey from Referee Magazine. And then Michigan and Jews. How did How did Wayne Newton removing pleats from men's handball shirts turn into Michigan and Jews? You found a place that will teach you how to find... It doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this podcast. We mm-hmm. will give you a lot of information, but probably more misinformation.
1: I do have some new information, by the way. I'm going I, off uh, topic a little bit.
0: Okay. You give me new information, but I want to say we got a big guest coming up. Uh-huh. We have a prank coming up. Today's show is very, very exciting. But go ahead. What are you going to do until our guest gets here? And you let me know when a guest what, gets here. You want to
1: who the guest is? You want it to be a surprise?
0: Yes, it's fluffy, but don't tell anybody.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay? So, uh, um, last night, you know... The comedian. Yes, I got it. Um, so Gabriel last, Iglesias. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't get a word out. Um, I'm sure you've been watching the news, and we've he been plays talking s-
0: about... He huge crowds. Wherever he goes, there are huge crowds, uh, arenas. Clouds? So crowds.
1: Crowds. Can I talk now?
0: You could talk the whole time.
1: So, we've been talking about this a lot. We even started the podcast saying that I'm not mentally doing well and that I've been freaked out mostly about the pandemic and because the new Delta variant is here. And I know there's been a lot of debate about whether or not to not reopen schools. I think everywhere's reopening schools, but whether or not they should have masks and what the universal, um, Code is, or maybe not code, but what the restrictions are going to be for schools to open safely because many of the students that are going back to school are not vaccinated. And right,
0: young people can't. People at twelve and under can't be, I can't be vaccinated.
1: Right. So I have two young kids. And Why
0: wouldn't you tell me?
1: <laughs> they're going back to school. This is. Making me super super nervous. I don't want to say what the school district is, but I got a notice last night. What the plan is for reopening? What our is the school. plan?
0: Let me let me go through the list.
1: Okay, hold on. masks. Uh yes, we do. I live in California, yeah. so we have masks.
0: No, I know you have them, but they're, they're saying the students there is have a to mask
1: work? mandate in California for students. Yes, for anything indoors. But hold on, let me get the. I took a picture of what they said. So. You took a
0: picture of what they said or you recorded what they said?
1: No, I took a picture of the email. (laughs) All right. Below are a few highlights of health and safety items noted in the attached guide. Okay. Physical distancing is no longer required.
0: No? No. No, they <laughs> want the whole class to hug. Group <laughs> yeah. hug.
1: And we will be hug. working to ensure that students can come together to play and develop social connections. Well,
0: you know that. Kids love rubbing up against <laughs> each other and licking their hands and stuff. That's ridiculous.
1: So let me tell you that is makes he here? me feel really good.
0: Oh wait, okay. Well, we'll we'll talk to yeah, uh, uh, Fluffy's here, so we'll talk to him about it too. Okay. Because I think he has kids. Does he? I he think has two he, dogs. He I love <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It
1: makes me so happy.
0: Oh, my gosh. You
1: make me so happy. So
0: Fluffy Guy is here with what's. uh, This is
3: Risa. That's like uh, Lisa with an R. Risa. Risa. Witherspoon. Nice, right? (laughs) Wow. She's going to be 17. This is. uh, No. Yes. 17. I don't think she knows. Well, why would you just tell her? I don't think she knows. She's uh she's super spunky. I think her anger keeps her, you know, youthful.
1: Do you bring her everywhere?
3: I try not to, but th- I was trying to leave. I have there's three dogs at the house. So, so two stayed with grandma and one uh you know, one came. Oh uh, do you bring the doggy on stage? No, I don't bring her on stage, but I do take her on tour. She's uh she's she flies, she does tour buses, cars, vans, you name it.
0: Now you're on tour now as we speak. I yes. just saw some pictures. You have you set a record there in Texas? Was it twenty seven nights in a row? Where were you playing? Oh, it was an
3: obscene amount of shows. But you know, the whole idea behind it was let's let's be a little social distance. So you know, we didn't pack every seat. We we gapped it out a little bit so that people could feel more comfortable. But so
0: you're like a rock star out there. Those crowds that come out to see you are just phenomenal.
3: I focus on the on the craft. You know, I, 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 but I it's love...
0: amazing what you've done, and it's amazing you are the rock star of comedy. You really you. are. That crowd comes out and they see you, and they're screaming and they're yelling. Are you not focused on him, Alex? That's my son trying to get a camera on you, and you're. Is it working, Alex? I just got a thumbs up, <laughs> so it's working. Want to get a good shot? Um, so anyway, but you so you're. We were just talking before uh, you walked in about COVID, mm-hmm. and you had it. Yes, and yeah,
3: apparently you just found out. Which is, I'm like, wow, he's so cool. I'm just going to show up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 look at him. Oh my no, gosh. No, uh, uh, and I'm almost cleared
0: uh, officially. I saw um, it last
1: night. I was going through your Instagram, and I saw it. I was like, oh. <gasps> he had covid and i out. she had, phoned me and i, I go I,
0: what do you mean he has covid <laughs> he, she you said he has covid when did you ha, how did
3: how did it come to be you're vaccinated yes i okay. i am I am, uh, I am vaccinated i got the pfizer vaccine uh, i was in i was in texas right uh, in the middle of uh, of doing the whole you know rockstar thing and uh, <laughs> it's crazy because we had such great uh, covid protocols backstage we had uh, contact tracing we had everybody was being tested everybody at the show was vaccinated but you know, uh, we think that it happened during press.
0: That's probably so. When so wait, I- you get a test. You, it was just protocol to get a test, or did you not feel well? How did you discover that you had it?
3: Well, um, I went up on stage uh, and I was fine, and and you know, two hours later, I wasn't fine. I, I had chills and I had body aches, and uh, it was just like whoa. It, it, you know, I've had a million colds, but it's one thing that you know, it's gradual. This was. From feeling great to not feeling great in a matter of a really short period of time. And as soon as I got off the stage, I I needed a blanket. I just needed to get covered up. I was freezing. And I I had mean body aches. It felt like, like, like arthritis everywhere. And it lasted for about a day and a half. And then I was fine.
0: Right. No, but so you had the body aches. Did you take a test?
3: Yes, I tested immediately and it was negative and see it doesn't always hit right away it take it takes a little while before it shows so you t- up so
0: you but you tested when you already had the body aches
3: i tested during when i was feeling like crap when i, I and it came the, back it, negative it came negative and then R- i tested again the next day and it was also negative it wasn't until everything was cleared up that it came back positive and that's that's freaky that is freaky yeah that so, scares
1: the crap out of me. That's not a good story.
3: <laughs> so wait. So so now you te- and, it's, and it's funny because I've already had this conversation with Doctor Ken. Doctor Ken was breaking me down. He's like, "Dude, okay. So talk to me. All right. So how did it happen? What went down?" What oh, the I'm symptoms? sorry. Uh,
0: on on their podcast.
3: No, no, no. Just in general. Uh, you know, yeah. No, with I'm Doctor Ken, but Doctor r- Ken can't help but go doctor on you.
0: You know. So wait. So so now it's coming back positive, but you feel perfect. Yes. And then how long does that last? Like how often are you getting tested with this perfect? with like, when was the next time you had a negative, how often were you testing after you've tested positive?
3: After uh, after I came back positive, uh, then of course, you know, go into isolation, go into quarantine and stuff. And then after that, um, I, I took one test and it came back inconclusive. Do you and, live with other people? No, I live with fur babies, Okay, but, but on tour, I'm always, you know, I'm on a tour bus with a bunch of people. So it's like everybody on the, on the bus, negative. My assistant, who's always with me, negative. And so that was, it was the craziest thing. I mean, That's like, good news that you yeah.
0: didn't, you didn't, you didn't spill it no, out. No, nobody. So now you, you test positive, you're feeling perfect. And then what is the next thing?
3: Next thing is, uh, like I said, quarantine for, uh, for a couple of weeks. I, I did lose the, uh, sensation of smell, so I could not smell.
0: That's sometimes a positive for a guy Uh, that lives in a bus with a lot of other... I'm
3: not going to lie. It was was pretty convenient.
0: (laughs) You live with three dogs, and then when you're not, you got your dogs on the bus with you. And this one right here, yeah, she's a little extra special sometimes. So
3: (laughs) uh, not being able to smell wasn't the worst thing in the world, but uh, that, that was it.
0: That, but that but would, and then it. how often did you
3: test till it came back
0: negative and then how many negative You,
3: you, you got to wait the two weeks regardless because yeah. you're still going to be stuck in the house And right. then uh, like I said, one test came back inconclusive and a few days later it was a, f- you know, straight up
0: negative test So wow. it, it was a negative test And you haven't had any symptoms since. Is your smell back? Yeah. Oh, I can smell <laughs> I can, <laughs> Believe me, I can smell Okay, and, and just for the people at home, will you smell my finger? Nice Yeah <laughs> 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 no, just to show you that you can come through this without ever. And and I don't I, know I why, give, but my finger has always stunk. Uh, you know, and no matter how much I wash my hand, this finger stinks, mm-hmm. and I can't. Thank God, because we use that as a COVID test.
3: That's yeah, that's the official COVID test right there. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you
0: threw me off. I'm sorry. I, no, that's okay. the beauty of what I do to guests.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a ton of comments about that. What? About how you cut people off and throw people I off. I never cut you- people off and yeah. <laughs> I never
0: throw people off. I'm always there to listen. But I'm so thrilled that you're here. Thank you. So, uh, the, uh, f- and, and by the way, I, just,
3: I do want to, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to harp on it, but I, I do credit the, uh, the vaccine for, for me getting through as quickly and as easily as I did. Because I'm a person who should not have recovered that quick. I'm 45 years old, overweight, uh, diabetic, hypertension, cholesterol, you name it. Every single underlying condition. And I, it was a cakewalk. I've had hangovers that were worse. I've had, you know... <laughs> I, are you listening I've, to him, I've Jeremy? Had, yeah. I'm just telling Jeremy, you... Jeremy, right are now. you
0: listening? Jeremy won't get the vaccine.
3: I, you know, hey, you can say what you want, dude. A person that looks like me in my condition should not have have skipped through that, because I did. And I and I know people that are in way better shape, younger, that, that are dealing with it right now, and they're in the hospital. So, I mean, that, that vaccine, that's just, yeah. You know Wow. See? No, no reason why I should be sitting here right so now. So
0: she's talking about sending her kids back to school, and they've come out with this mandate where you don't have to so- social distance, so you don't have to wear a mask outside, but you can gather. They want the kids together. What do you think about the the school district you
3: know right? uh, it's it's different when it comes to kids because they're not as uh, affected and as susceptible to uh to this uh, based on the numbers um i just know that like i said if, you, if you're over 40 and you, you have a bunch of underlying conditions now if you're a child who's, who's going through something like like for example cancer or you're, you're dealing with other medical issues then there is you know that's a high risk but for the most part anybody who's uh who's young isn't isn't really as in uh danger does your dog do any tricks she, she, uh, she's a Chihuahua. and She's not barking. That's her biggest trick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's a, so she's a mime. She's not attacking. She's a, a chihuahua canine she's mime. Not, I mean, you know, she's super chill.
1: I mean, look she at really she, is. Right she looks like my old dog that I had. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She looks
3: like the R. That's a. Ador- Have you had this dog the whole seventeen years? Yes. Got her right when she was. She used to be jet black, and now she's just you know.
0: Me too. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I used to be Jeff Ruff. So what is next for you? Where where are you? When did you start doing comedy? I
3: started uh, April 10th of 1997. Wow. And in San Diego? No. uh, Well, I was born in San Diego, but I grew up in Long Beach. So I started in Long Beach.
0: Really? Yes. What club did you start at?
3: Uh, I didn't start at a club. Uh, we we had to perform wherever we could. So whether it was a dive bar or a restaurant or a backyard or a garage or an empty swimming pool or the back of a truck, uh, we, we had to create our own stages and our when own... When you
0: say we, what who's we? What, what Basically
3: all the people that w- were not allowed to just walk into a comedy club to go perform. You know, the comedy store had potluck on Sunday nights, but if you want to get good, you can't just rely on once a week performing at... You know, 11 o'clock at night for three people. You need to find an audience. Um, you, you created your own audiences. You, you would tell people. You would talk to people. Hey, we're doing stand-up. We're doing this little comedy thing. And it was not a comedy club. We just had to create our own environment. So in the, somebody's backyard or? No matter you know. what it was, yes. I did all, every crap gig you can think of.
0: What was the worst? What's the weirdest?
3: Uh, so performing inside of a swimming pool. Oh,
0: empty, mean empty, inside of a swimming an pool? empty swimming pool. Like you, in in the in pool?
3: the empty swimming pool, using the acoustics of the empty swimming pool to perform, and you're performing up to people. That so everybody's around up. the
0: deck. Yes. And then you're in the deep end. Are you in the deep end? Or pretty, in, pretty much, you're in the deep end. Yeah. So and you like the acu- instead of a microphone, it's just they sold me on the
3: idea that acoustically everyone can hear you good because of the sound from the pool. <laughs> but when you're young and you're just how old were young, you when you started? Like I was what? Twenty years old. I was 20 years old. But it's like, you don't know you're doing a hell gig because you've never experienced the hell gig. All you know is that you get to do stand up. Yay. So if you're working on a crappy sound system, if you're working on a stage that's riggedy and raggedy and it could fall apart any second, you don't know any better because you've never experienced a bad gig.
0: And just, I'm sure I'm I'm right, but it's emptied. The pool's empty. Yes. You're not treading water. No, no, no. No, It wasn't
3: like that movie Bloodsport where Van Damme's
0: (laughs) fighting the dude and there's like a
3: little bit of water and they're like splashing in it. No, it was you know. So
0: when they introduce you, where are you on the deck, and then you walk down the stairs in the shadow? Most of the time, shelter. there was
3: not even introductions. You had you had to introduce yourself and let people know you were going to do stand up. <laughs> I'm telling you, these were hell gigs. That's why once I made it to a comedy club, I'm like, you mean to tell me the stage works? There's a microphone? There's people that are facing you? You don't have to work for their attention? And someone lets you know, lets them know that you're coming? Are you kidding me? I was already like, you know, so my training was in these. Ugly, uh, you know, uh, unspeakable, freaking places that's, that where you're not supposed to be doing stand up. That blows me away. I didn't touch a stage, a real comedy club stage, for at least a year and a half. Are but I'm sure can- that
1: makes you even better, right? I bet if you, it you does. practice and you start off in the worst possible scenarios, then it's a piece of cake when you get to the best.
0: Yes, yes I what. used to do a lot of hell gigs, but they were they were definitely set up like whether it was I started in the '70s, so they were discos. So they would everybody would be dancing and having great time to some Donna summer song and then they'd they'd stop the music and they'd go everybody sit down, we have a comedian and then, <laughs> how did you know How did you know And then I was the opening act for acts that didn't like me, but I never I can't imagine what it would be like even looking up from a a swimming pool and uh, but and do people do you ever bump into these people? You go, you're, you're.
3: Oh, years later, yeah. Hey, man, you performed at my wedding. Hey, man, I saw you at that one
0: house. Um, oh, I remember know, the bidet. You worked in the bidet. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 I was the I was the asshole looking down on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly,
3: exactly. That's fantastic. But, but I, I remember doing uh, gigs where there was. There was something else going on. That's why I know, like for example, there was the Laker game that was on at some bar and then they turned the Laker game off and like, and now comedy. Uh boo! And then you have to basically performed to people that are wearing laker jerseys that were there drinking to watch a game and the owner thought it was a good
0: idea to kill the team and TV. now you're playing theaters and arenas and doing netflix specials is your is show still on netflix the teaching show uh, no no we had a couple seasons it was a great run i got
3: nominated for a bunch of things but you know netflix is netflix and i'm, I'm not gonna say nothing bad because they uh they keep me busy so whether they it's do. with other specials or other projects or you have another you know.
0: special coming up. yes when
3: uh, well, it was supposed to get recorded <laughs> during my little San Antonio run. And unfortunately, two days before that's when I tested positive. So they had to kill production.
0: So what are you doing? What's the, what's the plan? Uh,
3: well, we got to wait and see when's the next time there's availability. Cause right now I got to play catch up with all my dates from 2020. And so there's not really a whole lot of time to schedule the
0: special now. Wow. And what is, the, is there a concept to when you do a special, do you think of a concept or just more, just a, like another hour of material or is there a,
3: um, well, you know, I, I I always try to make, uh, you know, no pun intended, I try to make it special. So whatever city I choose, there's a reason why I chose that city. And I, I, I do have a lot of material about the city, but I make it so that everybody gets it. It's not just like, yeah, you know about Charles Little Chuckle Hut in the corner. Ha ha. Remember and that one time Susie showed up? I'm like, who the hell is Susie? You got to make it so that it's everybody, everybody, everybody understands. gets it. But uh, yeah, San Antonio is a, a very special city for me. It's I one love of the cities
0: San... I, I started off in back in 97. And um, there's something there I'll never forget. The, um, what's that thing we, I'd never forget about San Antonio. (laughs) What's the thing you never forget? The, uh, Al? Alamo. Oh, that's what, yeah, Alamo. Rent a car place. I will never forget (laughs) that rent a car place. (laughs) uh, See what I did there? I got it. Yeah, I did it. But Texas loves you, right? Texas is awesome, I love Texas. Do you ever,
3: have you done your act in Spanish? I have attempted to do my act in Spanish, and I can hang for a good fifteen minutes, and then it's and then it's I'm treading water. Why? Uh, be- well, because I I do speak Spanish, but it's uh, I think in English, and uh, sometimes you lose a lot in the translation, and it's not it doesn't flow the same. And so, have you done JFL? Uh, just for laughs, yes, uh, I did it a few times. Uh, I did it right when they first stopped airing it on HBO. So, it was but then, the then it went
0: to Showtime, and then it went uh, to. Uh, you know, uh, and-
3: I never got a deal or anything. It was fun. I got to go hang out in Canada and, you know, uh, eat poutine.
0: <laughs> which is not good.
1: No, it is good. It's so good. It, I'm sorry
0: it, I shouldn't say that. I'm Canadian, and I'm which If I don't like it. Uh, for those that don't know, isn't it like cheese curd? It, it's French fries. It's like
3: French fries and Thanksgiving had a baby. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you got gravy and mashed potatoes,
0: and it's just, it's delicious. It's, you it's, know, for me, when I taste, uh, I like eating junk food, and that's just too healthy for me. Nice. <laughs> the, it's the, the vegetables. Yes, it is. The it's french fry the potatoes. It's the potatoes. Are potatoes a vegetable? Yeah. Is it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Is it? Cheese. I think so. I, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's vegetables and cheese curd and gravy and That's it. And
1: that's then you it. can have stuff on top.
0: So uh, uh, <laughs> so what's next? Are you while well, you're doing the special, you uh, do what is the so you had to cancel these shows. How many shows are remaining? That you have to make uh, up.
3: Fortunately, we only had to cancel uh, uh, the remainder of the shows, which was only four in San Antonio and uh, a weekend in Vegas. And I was really looking forward to that week in Vegas. It'd been forever.
0: And I and I'm uh, I ask this of a lot of comics because it really kills me. But cancel culture, are you concerned? Uh, I'm concerned about cancel culture
3: just because I'm not a comic who ruffles feathers. I get it if you're a political comic or a comic who gets very much into like breaking down uh, religions or, you know, just people in general. I try to keep the shows friendly, keep the shows friendly, keep the shows nice. That's why I talk about food. You know, it brings people together <laughs> yeah. unless you're vegan and then I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I cancel culture. The, the The fact that I'm feeling it means it's already gone way too far. Because I'm not a comic who does that. I'm but not, I'm saying I'm not you feel divisive. it.
0: Like a, but do you, are you afraid of maybe something that you'll post or something that Oh, it's happened.
3: It's happened. You've gotten backlash? Yes. They what, came, it, they do you mind talking me. about it? Where you?
0: Sure. Uh, let me see. Uh,
3: it's always been because of Twitter. Twitter yeah. is yeah. a horrible place. It's a it's a playground for bullies. It's 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 where you go when you want to just get into it. Um, I did one of the cutest posts ever with my... This was her. With yeah. Lisa. I took a picture of Risa and I posted her on uh, 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 Twitter. And, yeah. and the caption was something to the effect of uh, gonna take my little nugget to go get some chicken nuggets and then I tagged at Chick-fil-A and when I tagged at Chick-fil-A I got ripped apart um, and I didn't know why people were coming after me like you're stupid how could you Uh, how could you support Chick-fil-A and I'm like I'm just I'm more hungry than woke. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just trying trying to get these nuggets, you know? (laughs) And I guess Chick-fil-A had in the past made some donations to uh, organizations that were like a little out of line with the LGBTQ plus community. And so then they brought that to my attention. I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I, I see your point. But, you know, and they're like, I'm oh, still why? hungry. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm still hungry. They're like, so, so why did you, you know, tag Chick-fil-A? I said, for the same reason I tag every other company I use organically. I'm just trying to get free shit. Yeah. Like, no shame in my game. I'm just trying to hoe out, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know,
0: get some free poutine, get some free nuggets. Get So did they take your uh, apology or did you find that your apology exacerbated the problem? What,
3: I, I think I was very clear. And I'm like, look, if you knew me, then you would know there's not a problem. If you knew me, you would know that I'm I'm not trying to be malice uh, with with my words or, or what I'm trying to do. I'm a friendly guy. I'm a friendly guy, and I'm not I'm I'm not out there trying to piss people off. I'm but, not trying to. get But don't you
0: think that that's way. the case with most of the comics that you know get canceled or people that that posting things online? They're trying to be funny or they're trying to... I mean, ultimately, they don't mean to be of course. divisive. And I think more people are getting hurt in this cancel culture. The rules culture. keep
3: changing. And unfortunately, like, for example, uh, if you take material from 2007, it might not fly today. But right. you'll still get judged from 2007, which I think sucks.
0: Right. And doesn't matter how nice you are, who you no. are, what you're... in. Well, we always talk about it. Intention doesn't matter. Perception becomes the... Like, people perceive you. As somebody, and it's it's really weird. And as somebody who's been in comedy since the seventies, I mean, this is you've seen all the evolutions of it. I mean, right. My favorite comic ever was uh, Richard Pryor, and I watched him put together live on the Sunset Strip, which I talk about ad nauseum. But nothing I remember him saying on stage could be said today. Exactly. Even the name of his album. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the N word was involved. in Yeah, the name. no, I know the album. Yeah. yeah, right, and it was one of my favorite albums. And I remember when it came out, I I like raced to Tower Records on Sunset Boulevard, and Tower Records had the name of the album without any like now they used asterisks and things. Like, well, now it's not written anywhere, but that was what was on the billboard on Sunset Boulevard. So yeah, yeah and
3: at the time it was acceptable. I, I remember watching a, an old uh, rerun of of, uh, of the Tonight Show. And Carson was just full blown. Yeah, oh yeah, there was no, there was no, you know, no. Oh, you have a
0: new album. It's, uh, it's called uh, that. You know, <laughs> right? It's crazy. And he said, and I'm just like, wow. The seats behind you. You see the seats right behind you? Yes. So that was that's uh, the front row of the Tonight Show. Oh my God, when I'm they touching t- it now. Yeah, <laughs> Burbank, I'm fondling t- your seat. Sorry. Yeah, well, where somebody oh, else's cool. ass was. So those were the when Burbank Studios went uh, when they sold it and they moved everything. That they took the studios. They were taking them apart. And uh, somebody gave me the front row that seats from the cool. Tonight Show. By the way, very
3: cool spot. And I, and I appreciate you inviting me to come on. I, I don't know if he told you the first time we met. No. Uh, I didn't think he'd ever talk to me again. No, you so, said my name so, oh, wait, I have watch the, the video. Watch this. So we were we were <laughs> in New York. <laughs> we were in New York, and I think we were gonna take the tape like Good Morning America and with different segments. And I got a chance to meet him, and it was like, oh my god, geeking out. And then he was uh, I guess promoting AGT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to record a video for him and I'm like, hey, you know, scary. I'm hanging out here with Howie Long. I, <laughs> I call him Howie Long, which is a football player, <laughs> and you can see the look on his face, like
0: no, I said, could you watch me tonight on AGT? And he, you go, everybody watch Howie Long tonight on AGT. Oh. And you cut. You go, is that good? I go, well, that is good.
1: Well, that's everyone, though. How many people come up to you and are like, I love you on that millionaire show. I love you on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And you're like, mm,
0: They always no.
3: confuse uh, yeah. Deal, <laughs> deal no or deals. No Deal. Deal, in the- By the way, we went on a marathon of Deal or No Deal when we were in Texas. We, uh, we had a fire stick, and we were just watching it you know, over and over and over. And it was just like, oh, my God.
0: It's hard. I forgot how much
3: fun that show was
0: or or nerve-wracking to watch people who are in need you know piss away uh, every I, opportunity. Yeah. When I when I saw this one lady
3: and she just left with like 50 cents. It was like it would break oh, my
0: heart. Just... It would break my heart just these people to uh, that would that would just take this opportunity of a of a lifetime and just throw it away. I remember we had on I won't mention her name, but I do remember her name. We had on this one lady who had you know three she was a single mother. She didn't own a home. She didn't have insurance. She ended up leaving with only, didn't play that well, but she left with $5,000 and we called her back uh, a couple months later. And you know we we were just doing, we were trying to do updates on people and she bought herself new tits. So that's great for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that great for the kids? (laughs) Look what mama, look what mom got
1: us.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Well,
1: you don't know what those new tits can get (laughs) them. Right. Yeah. A lot.
0: A lot of friends. Yeah. Why do the friends want dates at our house? Because your mom has great tits. Yeah, she did it, it for
1: the kids, Dad. She did it for the kids. That's why.
0: You are. They, they do.
1: You know so, what else you guys have in common? Voiceovers for cartoons. Oh, I your you're gonna cartoons.
0: Say, I thought you were going to say hairstyles. Yeah, exactly. Well, we that too. Sometimes what? What? you're growing it in. You're sha- Are you growing it in? Well, this is no just your you hair. You top. sometimes is- have a shaved
3: head. I no. I I do. I, I do it once a week. I'm actually due today. So I'm sorry. I, I showed. I, you know, I
0: wish well, I you better, better apologize. How the fuck can you show up on <laughs> my know, podcast right? with uh that's a three. That's a three in, at least. <laughs> instead of a zero, right? And for people, that's the shaver. Yeah. Yes. You're manscaping your own hair. When head.
3: did you s- decide to go uh, clean? Because I remember you having clean. hair.
0: I've decided to go clean from the moment I was born. But when did I shave my head? I shaved my head probably.
1: 20- when I was in high school. I think I was in ninth grade. 20 years ago? I was in.
0: 22, 25 years ago. I did it for a part. Because I remember they- the St. Elsewhere cut. That was uh, the mullet. Yeah. I had a big mullet, and it was. Uh, I want to grow back the mullet, but just the mullet and nothing else. That's it. <laughs> and I want to put the mullet in the front of my head. So I have <laughs> bangs. Just the bangs. So, but they're not bangs, they're front mullets. Front it's mullet. a, a dyslexic mullet. Have you ever done a weird hairstyle? When you shaved your head, did you do it all at once?
3: Uh, I did it all at once. Well, the thing is, is that I've had short hair forever. I kept it short and clean just because I was always traveling. And I'm like, I just needed something clean and easy. So I had flat tops forever. And then when those were out of style, then I just got the fade and you know, it was was always short. So this wasn't too much of a...
0: So uh, a bunch of years ago, I got a part in a movie and they said, would you consider playing the bad guy? And I don't know why I just went, okay, I'd like to play the bad guy. And uh, bad guys are bald, right, aren't they, always? Like I didn't know, dirty, that was my yeah. thought. So I so I shaved my head, and then when I shaved my head and I went in the shower and I got to soap everything, I felt like this is so clean. <laughs> because as somebody with hair, and I don't know if this is everybody's experience, but that was the first thing that ever felt dirty. You know what I mean? If my hair's a little greasy, or a little, then, that, then I needed a shower. And my hair seemed to get dirty before I got dirty, so when I shaved my head, I felt clean. Mm-hmm. And I went, I'm gonna keep this. So I'm now a bad guy wherever I go.
1: I remember when you shaved your head and you went for that part, and your interpretation of a bad guy was so funny, I think we still have a picture of it, because he had the shaved head, and then he had like a scorpion chain necklace, like a chain with a scorpion on it, right. and then like a leather jacket, and these really douchey black, like glasses that went out to here. You don't
0: use the word douchey with your father.
1: (laughs) So that's what I remember. Douchey.
0: Douchey. (laughs) Why is is a a guy who isn't great with the women referred to the same thing as something that would be used to make a woman fresh?
1: No, sometimes they are great with women, and that's what makes them douchey.
0: How do you say douche in Spanish? I don't even know.
3: I'm just trying to think about that. There's no... uh, God, I'm sure there's a word for it. There's got
1: to be a word. It's probably close to dolce. Uh,
3: what? That sounds like a coffee or something. That- <laughs> Maybe that's what they do. Starbucks.
0: Maybe they would douche. Would you? Starbucks should have a douche. I never understood the douche name. There was a the most famous one when I was growing up was Summer's Eve. Have you ever heard of that?
3: I remember seeing the box at the house. Of my mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you,
0: you don't have to tell us that your mom. That used your mom su- used Well My <laughs> mom was
3: fresh. Okay. <laughs>
0: But I always thought that a summer's eve is the wrong name for douche. Because I, maybe I grew up in in the in the east, and in a summer's eve was always like very humid, and there was a lot of mosquitoes. So a summer's eve was like a, a humid mosquitoes. And now to think of your mother with a humid area with mosquitoes. I'm not. I'm not. Am I dissing your? Mo- I'm sorry. Are, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Fluffy
1: came out of a very, very sparkly vajayjay.
3: You're good. <laughs>
0: really? Yeah. Why did you see your mother's douche? No. Because it was in the bathroom. Oh. It, was one,
3: it was one bathroom at the house. Oh, and it was just oh like she,
0: they don't know? do that in the kitchen.
1: Just It, it was a mm. box. What? He said it was just the box. A
3: box with a lady running into the ocean. Is
0: that <laughs> really?
3: That's what I remember. It was like a lady Here, do you have running a... Running a the
0: Summer's the Eve box? So show us the Summer's Eve box. And I, the reason I'm asking Caroline to put it in so that you can reminisce about your... Childhood? Your childhood. <laughs> Is that... Did you know? You always know that you were going to be a comedian. You know what's crazy? I did at the age of ten. At ten. At, at ten. I Why?
3: Knew. Um, I remember seeing Eddie Murphy raw on VHS.
0: That's Massengale. We're looking for Summer's Eve. Thirty six ninety five for Massengale.
1: Summer's Eve doesn't have an ocean.
0: Yeah, so that wasn't what you were looking How at. Do you remember? <laughs> no. What I'm saying is, I just want to see what his mother was using. If there's a woman running into you know, the ocean, it, it wasn't. Was,
3: I think it was the Massengale. Can see the ocean in the background.
1: Yeah,
0: you see the ocean.
1: Yeah, in the yeah. background. Yeah.
0: Okay, problem solved. This is this is Howie Mandel SVU. <laughs>
3: my, this is like thirty years ago. So
0: no SVU. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like uh, S- SVU stands for see X- C- C- what vagina what they used. See C- what you see C- what Fluffy's mother used in her vagina. I think that's <laughs> what it was. But that's good. So that's what your your. I remember spoke. a box like yeah yeah that's it that's it that's your childhood that's it it's fun all to wrap, reminisce so up. at 10 years old what happens how does a young
3: i saw eddie murphy raw uh, that was my babysitter i popped in a vhs my mom went to go play bingo
0: wait at 10 years old you saw raw <laughs> yeah that's kind of inappropriate
3: that's yeah, kind of inappropriate but you know what it's, what is uh, the
0: joke that that kind of lit your future oh,
3: I, I love the fact that he was just uh you know all the characters and the amount of attention and the crowd and i was just like wow Everything that was happening on that stage, I was just like, that, "That's amazing." Um, the fact that I got inspired to do comedy by somebody who's very filthy for a comic
0: who's not right, you know, the, or nor are you wearing red leather. Nor am I wearing red leather. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was what uh, for you that don't. Know. At no, the time, I
1: did watch it.
0: You watched Raw, yeah. At the time, yeah. It be it would be an outfit Prince would wear. Yeah, yeah, but he was. Uh, I I would imagine he's inspired also by um, Richard Pryor. Of course he was. Because Richard Pryor was the first person that I saw in stand-up comedy that handled stand-up comedy like a concert. You know, before that, for, for me, I just saw comics on TV. I saw them in sketch shows. I saw them on The Tonight Show. I saw them on Ed Sullivan. I'm really old. Compared to you, but very,
3: very, well, yeah, no, no. But I remember all these shows. Uh, you maybe. know, uh, Ed Sullivan. You saw Ed Sullivan? Well, I'm, I, you know, YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Oh, you're <laughs> YouTube. right. you yeah, but I'm, I actually I'm, watched. I'm 45, but I uh, I I did a lot of research. You know,
0: different. I'm I'm more than 20 years older than you. A little bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an old guy, but I remember. And then to see Richard Pryor in a in a concert, <clears> in a crazy concert, was like this is rock and roll. This is amazing. And then raw. And then now you. You and Joe Coy Nice are, Yeah,
3: Joe's, Joe's an animal
0: Yeah Joe's, uh, And we all have the same haircut <laughs> and you're Maybe with that's the, same, the key to success And you're with the same manager Yes You and Joe so Melage that, Melage Is that What does that mean?
3: Uh, Well, he's I want to say his He's French
0: Melage Yeah, Melage Oh, like a Melage toit. Nice, I'll tell him you said that <laughs> What is a Melage toit? That's your manager with two women Right? <laughs> he so, couldn't manage that <laughs>
3: No and I your your
0: hope is, is stand up your love because you've done it all. You're like you're acting and you're it's, doing it's voiceover. So, what is your thing?
3: It's so much my love. I had to have a conversation with him the other day and said, look, I, you know, look, I'm not gonna, even going to worry about features. No more TV, no features. I just want to focus on stand up. Wait, is what you I said I
0: love. to your manager? Yeah, and and uh,
3: he said, uh, he goes, dude, we got stuff lined up, and I'm like, you know, after the that little COVID stint. Gave me a, a little bit of time to, to think and reflect what really brings me joy. Stand-up and my dogs. I love touring. I love being on the road. I love uh, getting up on stage every night. And I don't get that from TV. I don't get that from film. The only time I would look forward to uh, doing my TV show was Thursday nights when we had a live audience. And that's only because it reminded me of stand-up. You know, otherwise you know memorizing lines or back and forth and let's uh, rehearse and and waking up early and getting in the four or five and get in traffic to go well, what about your,
0: your voiceovers are great and space jam your speedy.
3: voiceovers i can do from home and i can do that all day and, and Gunza- i'm all i'm all about it yeah your
0: Spe- speedy gonzalez in the new space jam movie yes
1: and a monster Yes, kids love which I thought was
3: awesome to promote two things at the exact same time. because yeah. I was pissing off both studios. Yeah. <laughs> Were they? Was there was there something? Well, it was Disney and Warner Brothers. No, so I know like I which are rivals their, Well, I was getting different phone calls uh, like, hey, can you talk about this? Hey, can you talk about that? Hey, can you focus on this? Hey, can you focus on that? And I'm like, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> but it was it was cool voicing both of those and voiceover work. I love I enjoy doing it so much to so that. You would never Be- give up. No, because it's it's so quick and easy and it's fun and it's it's fun to promote. And what about your personal life? Do you date? Uh I did for about 13 years and then uh you know uh, things happened and then now, now I'm
0: not. You broke up with somebody. Yeah. You were with the same person for 13 I years. I know. <laughs> no, I'm I didn't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. So wh- wh- when did this end?
3: Uh about 2017? Oh wow. 2017?
0: Are you still friendly with this person?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's no, you know, there's no ill will there. It's just it unfortunately it just didn't work out and you know, I had my priorities and Mm-hmm. And it's your just you, the stay. dog, and your comedy. Yeah,
0: and that's all you want.
3: That's all I want. I mean, it just—it doesn't get lonely though. You know, I thought it did, but there's something to be said about not having to ask permission to do anything. You know, you just get up and go. You—you you want the thermostat at sixty-eight? It's at sixty-eight. You want to fart at any moment? You do it. You—you you you really think I've been married for forty-one get out, get out years? Do You bed. really
0: think you hold in your fart after no, like I believe it. Yeah. thirteen years? You held in a fart?
3: No, 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 no. Not at that point
0: is that how you is that how you broke it off <laughs> pull my finger by the way pull my finger and I'm out of here
3: <laughs> no I just asking permission to be yourself if you want to just you know say something or you just want to go somewhere do something I mean I, the, the freedom that I have now I, I've never had to just just be me and not have to worry about making sure someone else was happier or someone else was comfortable
0: not that I not that I'm promoting you i want you to be happy that's all i want for you mm-hmm. but i i, I want to say that if you're in a really good relationship
3: i believe you're right where, where you're going where am i going well that if you're in, the, in a really good relationship everything should just you know flow and you both complement one another and right just-
0: but you should feel like you're free you know if you have to act a different way because you're with somebody then you're not with the right person right because i you can't be on all the time you can't be happy all the time you can't be so you need somebody that you can be free and and flow with Mm -hmm. so but it's hard people don't realize like i i've been with the same person for 41 years 42 years but it's really hard in our business to really meet
3: because they only meet the thing they don't meet the person
0: that's that's you refer to yourself as yes. the thing? Well,
3: because, you know, they, uh, they want to take a picture of you. They want right, to, oh, right. let's get, you know, just do a thing. And, and all they want to talk about is what you do versus what are you like? You know, what do you enjoy eating? What do you enjoy doing when you're not performing? Uh, it's, it's always an interview.
1: So is that why you're okay with just from now on just being focusing on you and not necessarily meeting anyone? Because are you worried about what people, what another, what a woman might be interested in? like uh, not you as a person
3: i don't want to force it and yeah. i don't want to make it happen like you know for example like i did the celebrity dating game and everybody's like so which one are you with now and i'm like none of them it's just the show yeah you know really you know i'm not i'm not gonna force it if it's something that what if happen, i forced
0: then, it what if i uh <laughs> forced you to have a date right now we brought in somebody uh caroline is your aunt single nice <laughs> She, she could be. She's not what not she could be. She, she could be. Yeah. be yeah. There's the yeah.
1: headphones if uh, you want to listen. Mm. But,
0: yeah. She said she could she, be.
2: She's in a relationship.
0: She's in a relationship.
1: Obviously, not a good relationship. If she could be single right I'm now, just throwing things out there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we almost we came that, close, we came that
3: close. But I'm but I'm actually I'm actually good.
0: No, um, I know. It's, it's I was just.
3: I need some time to you know think about me and yeah, you know, what I am I like?
1: I don't think everyone has to be in a relationship. I think that's like a misunderstanding that we've or that we've had of people for a very long time. I don't think everyone has to be in a relationship or get married or have kids.
0: I think the one thing that's good that's come out of COVID is people reassessing, you know, their life. A you lot. realize that it. Well, you especially, you know, because you caught it and you go, "Oh my God, you don't know where it's going to lead," and you go, "It kind of puts life into perspective." right and you go even you did professionally by calling your manager and saying you know let's not push movies or let's not push tv or let's not, i want to do the things that make me happy this is why i was put here this is what turns me on and why am i doing this i don't know that i need to make any decisions based on money based i want it to be based on happiness life is really short so i like what you've done there and by the same token if you happen to meet somebody, you're not putting a wall up, but if you happen to meet somebody, if you're going to be.
3: If it happens to gel, it happens to gel. But, you know, again, why force it?
0: And when you talk about gel, what is this? Oh. Uh, oh, you want to do, f- Fluffy, you want to do, what do I call you? Do I call you Gabriel? Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel, okay, so Gabriel, I love that I've been talking to you for like a half hour, and now I'm saying, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jeremy can edit that at the front. He won't, but he can edit <laughs> so I So I love making prank phone calls. Do you ever do that? You know, I used to until they came up with caller ID. Well, I block my number. Can't you block your number? Well, and then they can star 69 you. Yeah. Can they star 69 you when I have a blocked number? Caroline? Can, I'm not gonna do I don't
2: it. think that works anymore.
0: No, Star sixty nine is very nineties. I don't think it happens anymore. <laughs> you can tell it's been a long time since I cranked yeah. somebody. Yeah, <laughs> but we a, have. It was a, a rotary. And Wait, I know you're oh. into cars. How many cars do you have?
1: And he worked at a cell. Didn't you work? Yes, at a cell phones. Cell company? phones. Yeah.
3: Back when, uh, back when it was like, you know, only two models. There was no iPhones. I used to sell the uh, Motorola PC five fifty flip phone, the original brick phone. Right. The one, the one where you'd hold it up and you could feel the cancer. <laughs> like, 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 it was like sticking your head in a microwave. It was intense.
0: Oh, you could put on your, you should put on your headset cause you're gonna hear the people on the phone and we should call somebody. What do you wanna call? Do you wanna call? I used to call the, uh, well, I, I used to go up in person to the cell phone uh, kiosks. That's right, you know,
3: I used to work those.
0: Oh, did you? Yes. I'd go up and I'd say, you know, I bought a, a cell phone here uh, a week ago. I don't know, and it's reception. That's what I used to say, and it's what reception. Say that it's not your headset. I'm doing that. Oh shoot! Okay, <laughs> I was like, uh, where's the little the knob thingy, so I can. The, <laughs> No, I'm doing that, but I used to stand there in person, face to face with the person at the kiosk, and go, "I bought the phone, got the plan, and finding that I'm not getting reception going through." And they'd look at me and go, "Pardon me, I'm, I'm not getting reception, and I don't know if it's the phone, the plan." And they go, well, did you bring your phone? And I go, no, I didn't bring my phone. I just want you to service. Just, <laughs> oh my god! I know, and they yeah. would say that. But but that's clean. You commit to it because I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. But I love that you were adjusting your your oh. headset to hear this. So we can call and <laughs> and screw around with either people who are uh, car places and find things, or we can call the the phone, uh, maybe the cell phone guys, and 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 explain what is the phone that you had what was the first phone you had Motorola PC550 flip phone well you maybe you're having trouble with your Motorola PC550 flip phone and you're not get being able to take clear pictures with it i don't know what the <laughs> oh that thing could yeah it could only make a call you couldn't even text with it i know there was a comic i saw on stage that was talking about all the things he can do with his uh his new phone and he just realized i wish i would have made it, you can make a phone call because I think that's the last thing people do. That's uh, the last
3: thing I do. I'm, yeah. I'm all about my apps. I'm all about the Instagram.
0: Yeah. I'm all about everything else. But who? So what? Pictures are, what, are number one. There's a father and son moving company.
1: You can ask for pagers too.
0: But they, I, I met this uh, father and son moving company. We could talk about how uh, you and I are father and son, and uh, we just assumed that you, we, my son wants to move someplace. It's not furniture.
1: Caroline highlighted cell phone the cell phone company why
0: did you highlight cell phone guys
2: well i called all these places and i kind of put them in order of who you should try first
0: based on uh, based
2: on just like who i talked with and stuff like that
0: okay listen i'm gonna plug this
2: in i think it'd be interesting
3: so do you want to be like a, a a dad the dad and i'll be the son who's like your stepson but i don't speak english but i speak spanish but everything i say you understand and you just answer me like if i'm groot I love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that.
0: the father and son moving company and what I want them to do is to move my son. The, you're a father and son moving company and I want him to move my son. <laughs> <laughs> it's a father and son moving company. Or is it called father's father son moving company? It's called. Oh, no, it's a father and son moving. We'll believe that. We
2: have to believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: But it's a father and son moving company. I'm not going to give you the name of it for the people here. And and uh, let's see if they can move my son. We'll play along. We'll see if, what happens here. Um, and if not, then we'll go to the cell phone. We'll see it. Do you like doing these kind of things or no? No. Okay. But, uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, everyone you've had in so far has not liked doing these prank phone calls. No, Joe they, Coy did not like it. Bobby Lee did not like it.
0: <laughs> so when you leave here today, are you gonna are you gonna tell everybody don't do the podcast. He makes you I mean, do he makes, shit. You, he makes you crank call people. <laughs> yeah. <it's a> talk. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yes. Uh, speaking. Yeah, uh, you're the, uh, this is a moving company, right?
4: moving company no it's called we're a mechanic shop
0: okay all righty sir um Thank you. all right Thank you. um i called the wrong i want to do a hello sir yeah i'm
4: here
0: yeah we were going to do a, a prank call on a moving company but i dialed the wrong number can we do the prank call on you
4: um no i'd rather you
0: not no but i have uh, a fluffy guy who who who, do you follow comedy stand-up comedy he's gonna play my son in this one
4: uh unfortunately sir we're we're running a place of business i can't do that i apologize
0: no 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 but i really he's very official you gotta give him credit He's, he's all about the business gabriel iglesias is here and i'm howie mandel and we wanted to do a prank call on you
4: um, yeah, Howie, I, I, I've heard of you, I've heard of Gabriel, I, I uh, respect and appreciate both of you, but at this point, I have uh, customers in line, and I have... Uh, Dude, you
3: want a job? You're somebody who's not gonna fuck around. <laughs> I like this guy. Oh, come oh. on, let us do a prank, <laughs> let us
0: do a prank call on you, please, just really quickly, for my podcast. Yeah, you
4: go for it, yeah, sure. Okay, alright. Okay.
0: Okay, so huh? you start, you start it. Go ahead, you start it. and we-
4: well, we got to find out how much I get paid and uh, uh, how long I'm going to be on the phone for.
0: No, no, this is not. This is just for our personal amusement and the audience's personal amusement. You're not getting paid for this, but so this is free, absolutely free. But uh, laughter is the best medicine. I know, but we just want to do a joke <laughs> on you. Let us fuck with you for a couple of minutes, uh, and and disturb uh, your am time. I, am, I a
4: move, am, am I a moving company or or am I a? F-
0: I I called the wrong number a f- you can be a f- what would be a funny like what would be something that you would fall for and
4: and that I would fall for I, I didn't fall for this so yeah. clearly he um, nothing
0: and he's not even going for the
4: No. Uh, he's like
3: I know and I respect Gabriel's both of you, here but with I, got, this dog. I got I got shit to do okay right you take care of cars what do you do
4: we auto repair facility
3: all right. Okay, so like yeah. Bondo and, and, and paint engines, jobs engines, and stuff like no,
4: that. No, no, engines, transmissions. Ah, oh, okay,
0: under the hood. Okay, all right. It's getting funnier. This is getting funnier. Under the hood. All right. So, and if, what would be really annoying to you? Like, how could we annoy you? I think to, he's no? there, Howie. <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it, Howie. You're, you're you're right on the money. And Gabriel. not I'm not doing it alone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so the, okay, this Gabriel is a yet. prank call. Are you busy right now? Yes, I am. Okay. Yet we're keeping you on the phone away from making money and doing business, right? Yes, yeah. yes, you are. In the next scene, uh, Gabriel, you'll play my son. Okay. Who only speaks Spanish. There you go. Go ahead. Let's do this.
3: ¿Sí? Can you help my son
4: out? Uh, sir, sir, no hablas, no, habla, no habla español. He, he do not speak
0: Spanish. <clears throat> oh. Okay. Fuck. All right.
3: All
4: right. This
0: has got to be how are we going to do this? okay can we do something where okay you don't do upholstering or anything like that i'm trying to think of a really good
4: i, I do not no i
0: do not so if gabriel keeps speaking I'll
4: put a V8 engine in your tesla pardon me i'll put a v8 engine in your tesla
0: you're not what's your name john yeah, I'm John. Yeah. Don't please oh. don't joke around. We're trying to do a prank call here. <laughs> no, it's not Laughing Matter. This is my podcast. Cosa mala, muy mala. That's my son. <laughs> muy mala. G- 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 Gabby, that's Gabriel Iglesias and yeah. Howie Mandel, and this is for my podcast. How
4: the heck did you guys get my number, dear God? Oh, Caroline,
0: Uh mm-hmm. Caroline, who produces the show. Mm-hmm. Caroline, tell him how you got his number.
4: Um, I She'll found
2: you on, I found you on Yelp. You you actually had very good ratings. So I I called you the other day and I spoke with you, I think, but I pretended to be someone else.
0: Because she will she'll set up these prank calls like weeks in advance. And they thought that when you answered the phone, you felt like some. she said to me, this guy's gullible. He'll fall for anything. This will oh, be. Were
4: talking to Max. Yeah.
0: There, Max. There go. Oh, do you want us to talk to Max then?
4: Here, well, you just get the Max, to Max is here. Uh, he should have been here half an hour ago. So. Max is fucking Freaking late. Max. Max is getting. <clears throat> get it what? together, Max. He's getting fired.
0: Is he getting fired?
4: No, actually, you know what? I, I, I read the clock wrong. He'll be here in half an hour.
0: Wait. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, he, All he, right, he, he works. At, he works at one o'clock. So okay. So can we start the Matt, prank Matt now? Enough! I'm trying to do a prank, John. <laughs> John. Yeah, Howie, go for it. Okay. Ga- uh, Gabriel's going to be my son in si. this one, and it's my si. adopted son. See. Si. Yes, uh, that means yes in Spanish. See, si, see. Si. Si. All right. <laughs> This is going i great. like to hear more of your son. <laughs> you want to hear from my son? Oh, well, yeah. Hola,
3: John. ¿Cómo estás? Uh,
4: bien, bien, señor.
3: Mi carro no sirve. Fixed car?
4: No. Fix car? Uh-huh.
3: Car broke.
0: Well, that, car broke. Okay. Which means in English, John, that means the car <laughs> is broken.
4: Oh, you guys are too much, man. Fuck, you just made my day.
0: <laughs> this is the, the most lame prank call I've ever been part of. We asked for permission. Uh, what, this, you aren't this, playing that's, along. That, that's the time we're it's living it's in, Howie. You got you to get consent me. for a prank call. I got consent. You got- <laughs> he said we can do it. But now you got to get pissed, John. You got to get... P- I have to get pissed. Well, that's then that makes the prank funny. If we're
4: fucking Ow, with you... Yeah. Howie, here's the thing. You're on speaker. I got four customers sitting in my office waiting to get service. And each one of them has a grin from end to end on their face. And how the hell do I get pissed? I can't get pissed. You can't? That. Are the customers there? They're all, they're all here. They're all here. Oh, wow.
0: Get out now. This is the worst <laughs> company I have ever dealt with. There's no customer service whatsoever. He won't even talk to my son. Listen to what my son has to t- tell me. Yeah,
3: no, habla conmigo, por favor. Arregla mi carro. It needs wiper
0: fluid.
4: Oh, he's a, now he's introducing to the... That's
0: Gabriel Iglesias and Howie Mandel. What's wrong with yes? They're all on the podcast. Is it okay? Ask the customers. is, is it okay for us to fuck with them? This is a new age where you have to ask people. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is this how it went last week? (laughs) I I I think you love this? Mm. Is it anybody gonna? She loves us. Why are you there? What's wrong with your car?
4: Uh, My
0: Mustang. Oh, she had to give us the brand. My Mustang. My Mustang. (laughs) Mustang. I have a brand new Mustang. Mustang. Yes. (laughs) I have a Mustang. I didn't ask you what kind of car. I said, what's wrong with your car?
4: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Brakes and
0: uh, it wouldn't start. So John here... Brakes and it wouldn't start. (laughs) Well... (laughs) I love the order. It doesn't start or go. (laughs) Start or stop. Start or stop, sorry. It doesn't start or stop. But it's a Mustang. (laughs) Anyway, what did did, uh, John say the problem is? Okay. Yeah. This is a great prank. There we go. Anyway, are you guys enjoying the prank?
1: I think they're gone.
0: They I up. think they hung up. Oh, then they were, must have been really mad.
3: Once you once you hang up, you're you're done.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That was a great that prank. That was
1: good. Dad. You know, that was your fault, by the way. You typed in the wrong number. Who did? You. You done. I blew it? Yeah, you blew okay, it.
0: Okay, so this is a fail prank. Sometimes pranks <laughs> fail. This was a good fail. Was it good? Uh, and if
1: no, yeah, I well, know. you know,
0: you've been honest up until this point. <laughs>
3: no, yeah, it, it was a fail. It was a fail.
0: So we, but we failed together. We did. Two bald guys failed. Nice. It is nice. <laughs> you are nice. You're an amazing guy who I have been watching from afar. I haven't had a chance to really sit down and talk to you, but I like your philosophy. I like the way you uh, you kind of interact. I like the way you interact with life. I like the the things that you told me about you know, relationships, and how you just wanna be a good person, and I, and I get that. You know, you are a good human being, and Thank I think you. those are few and far between. Yeah, it's also interesting how you started. I can't, I have this image of you in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of Summer's Eve. The, <laughs> and your mother with her massingale. You know, I know, you know, I, I shouldn't know what your mother's, uh, what your mother uses there. Is your mother, uh, she with us? No, she's not. Oh, I'm sorry. That's an awkward question. I was I was wrapping it up, and I shouldn't have asked that question. But I'm sorry.
3: I was like, you're you were so close on the closer. I was like, <laughs> I'm
0: about, about to kill it. What? Uh, okay.
1: I could tell you what I appreciate. I appreciate that you found what makes you happy, and you're going after that because I think so often we focus on just going, 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 doing everything, saying yes to everything, and not stopping, and really focusing on what makes us happy. So that's a good lesson that Pe- I got from you.
0: Thank you. I learned something. And if he's playing in your town or he's on television, you got to tune in. It is not only funny and makes you laugh and makes you feel better, but it is a, a spectacle to see the crowds that you draw and how they respond to you. It's like a cult. It's like a crazy, they, they just love you. Yeah, sense- did you see
1: his Instagram? You should pull up like his last Instagram post. It's crazy. Those crowds that, are insane. Is that,
0: is that San Antonio, those last Instagram no, posts? No, that
3: was actually uh, Minneapolis, uh, Welch, Minnesota, which is about 45 minutes outside of Minneapolis. But
0: look at this venue. Put put up this picture. This is amazing. It's you just had like, like a whole a, city there. It seems like a <sighs> sea of people.
3: Yeah, no, it looked like a mini Woodstock.
0: Yeah, not mini. It looked like Woodstock.
1: But Some people are at Lollapalooza, others are at your show. Same yes. thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is. Yeah. Anyway, you're an amazing human being, and uh, you deserve all the success you get. We're going to keep listening to your voices. Uh, Space Jam is out. Uh, Monsters is out. Um, what else can we plug?
3: Um, let me see. Well, you know, I'm, I'm on tour, wow. back on tour. and uh, <laughs> There's the
0: picture of the tour.
3: That's Jeremy, use
0: that picture. In, in the Look at that place. That's crazy. That's crazy. How many people are on the road with you? Um,
3: <clears throat> excuse me. I travel with a, uh, an MC, a middle act. And then, of course, I have my, my tour manager, tour director, bus driver and um, security.
0: Is security an issue?
3: It's only an issue whenever. Um, I mean, I, I've I've never felt like somebody wanted to hurt me. But I do feel like a lot of times space can become a thing. And I know you know what I'm talking yes. about. They just they, There's no there's no bubble. There's no gap. They're just, you know. I
0: it, find that it, if you tell people you had COVID, they'll give you your space.
3: <laughs> you know what I found? That they didn't care last week when I came back. They were yeah. still like, are you having meet and greets? I'm like, you know, I just got over COVID, right? I don't, I don't know if I'm the person you want to hang. I mean, I'm not saying I have it, but it's just really. P- uh, some people don't care. They uh, do not care oh uh, and that's that's, a, that's well that's a
0: also point. that that also speaks to the love they have mm-hmm. of you they'll get through a, a a world virus a world pandemic just um, to meet you and see you and talk to you because you touch people's lives and you are giving them the smile that we all need so much right now so the uh, uh
3: what i was gonna say was security it's also more so because of my my dogs you know uh you know people oh, so people, that people, dog people coming they, on the bus People coming on the bus, or people getting, uh, you know, these. I have Chihuahuas; they're tiny, and they can, you know, you, they can get. But hurt Risa either. is not
0: a security guard dog.
3: No, no, none of these dogs are. Oh, okay.
1: Our people people are really into your dogs too? Because they're a part of your life, and they're on your social media all the time, also, right? So they're really into your dogs. Yeah. yeah. So
3: I mean, they're and they're always with me, as you can yeah. tell. It's like. I love know. that. Can't. Well, Risa, she won't, she, like, Gabriel, <laughs> <laughs>
0: this has been a pleasure. And I can't thank you enough for coming. And if you ever need anything from me, do you do a podcast? Uh,
3: I, don't. I, I don't. I don't do a podcast. Um, but hey, speaking of, I, I brought some stuff for you to sign if you're cool with that.
0: I would sign anything. Awesome. I got a oh. Bobby's
3: Bobby's World DVD in the back. Oh,
0: fantastic. I'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. It. My wife is going crazy. Okay. That's my wife, she Terry. Loves she dog. loves the dog. That's Risa.
3: Can, can you say hi to TK and Shaleen in Bobby's voice?
1: Hi, TK and Shalene.
0: Oh, my God. Thank Where you. Who is that?
3: Those are my friends that sent me with the DVD. One of them works for
0: me. Oh, TK? <laughs> Let's call them.
3: Okay. You're, no, here.
0: I. You, you can dial it in or give me the number. I'll take. I, I, nobody will hear it, right? D- give me the number and I'll do it. Oh, my right God. Here. How cute. Okay. This Just show a... me the number off camera. I'll give you the number. And we'll call that person. And I'll sign this. Is this to who's this to? Uh, T.K. and Chalene. They're together. Yes.
3: The DVD is. Yeah. They're uh, they're they're married.
0: To T.K. and how do you spell Chalene?
3: Uh, S H A L E E N.
0: Yeah. Here's the number. Okay. Just you know you saw how good I am at. uh, Here, just show me it. Uh, Here, show. Okay, so I'm going to call, who will answer? Oh, TK. Okay.
1: That picture.
3: I oh. know, she just had a, uh, she messed up her toe last week, so I, I took a picture of her, her foot with her fat toe. Oh, my God. If bust, this is John again at the,
0: at the, we'll see if this is John again at the. Uh... So TK. It's TK.
2: Hello? Is TK there? This is TK. Hi,
0: TK, it's, it's Bobby.
4: Oh my gosh, stop it!
1: (laughs) I'm sitting here with Gabriel. Stop yourself, this is crazy. Oh, Gabriel told me to call you and say hello.
0: (laughs) Hi, Bobby. Oh my gosh, I'm so red right now. Hi, TK. Hi, Bobby. How are you? Not good. My Mustang doesn't start or
1: stop. Your Mustang doesn't start or stops. You want some help with that?
2: Yeah, that's, I do. But John is just wasting time on the phone, and not fixing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey,
3: who do you oh want him God. to make the? Who do you want him to make the DVD out to?
0: Oh, the TK, of course. Who else would it go to? Um, I'm um, Uh, Well, that's not Shaylene's DVD, so just a TK. Oh, shit.
3: You want to cross her off?
0: Should we cross it off Well, if
1: she's already on there, you can leave it on there, I suppose. I'm uh... I'm crossing it off. Cross it off.
2: Okay, cross it off. (laughs) I don't care. It's even better. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crossing off.
0: Thank you so much. This is amazing. (laughs) Well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Bobby. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you later. bye Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. You
3: just made her freaking day. Wow. Oh, that you don't even that. know.
0: And here's a, a it's crossed off. That is hysterical. <laughs> you crossed off her name. Yeah. <laughs> she told me to. TK told me to. There you go. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you for being here. That was awesome. Thank you. You want to hear our theme music? Because this is the end of our podcast. Let's hear the theme music. Okay. Play it.